0: Chapter 2 Of The Life and Ventures of the Original John Jacob Astor. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Life and Ventures of the Original John Jacob Astor by Elizabeth Louisa Gebhardt. Chapter 2 The Forest Village on the Old Roman Road. Waldorf was one of seven forest villages bordering an old military road of the Romans, which led from Spires to Italy. The names of the seven towns through which the old road passed suggested a still earlier and Celtic origin. In 638, only a hunting castle stood upon the site of Waldorf. Later, a number of dwellings were erected around the castle, and in 750, a church was built in the middle ages the little town had been surrounded by a wall john jacob astor was five years old when the forest villages refused their share of the labor in reconstructing the waldorf tollbridge claiming that the road was a public highway surely this road had earned the name of a public thoroughfare through successive centuries of service in the years which followed the revolt regarding the toll bridge john jacob often heard the ownership of the road and obligations concerning familiar objects discussed in this land grown hoary with age in such a region there was much to awaken a boy's curiosity and set his thoughts to speculating on those who had lived here before him it is easy to imagine that the time-honored names which the boy found already attached to various places in and about the little town had been the gathering-places of generations of children and that he in turn found that the boy's path led woodward way that the row of trees the middle stone the fire-hedge and the thorn-hedge referred to places he would like to know and that behind the castle and the gypsy place still held mysterious charms for the children of waldorf as they had for the children before them what boy does not know all the paths that lead to the interesting objects in his neighborhood the town had many acres of forest tall beech and oak trees luring the young people to their cool depths on half holidays among the trees was one that had a story of its own it was called carl lewis beech since the elector, call Lewis, on a hunting trip, had once taken two young beeches, a black and a white, and twisted them together, though they had grown like one tree, and only showed a small opening near the ground. There were other matters of mystery further in the wood, old walls, places where the walls were caved in, subterranean passages, well-pipes, remnants of earthen jars, with the name of the maker, Victorinus, upon them, and roman coins of different sizes all dated far back some of them to the time of the emperors john jacob and his brothers had delighted in the discovery of these relics of armies that had passed that way and earlier peoples who had inhabited their land as an american boy does today in the stone arrowheads of our own indians but over the three mounds in the town forest the most speculation ran rife were they old burial-places when did the people begin to call them the three little hills to be sure there were more than three mounds but there were three that rose high above the remainder of the fourteen hills and between them all ran the forest road these mounds gave favorable limits for a race elevations from which to spy out a boy hiding from his comrades in the forest opportunities for an embryo orator to address his audience or a would-be general to order the march of his men down the very road the romans had trod in the centuries past in fact these mounds with their crowns of trees were among waldorf's glories and a gathering place for her boyish population until the sun sank low and the shadows lengthened and some lad with a more imaginative temperament than the rest grew fluent in regard to the old warriors probably lying under their feet when the groups would scatter, and the mounds be left in solitude, their silent curves forming dark landmarks under the stars. John Jacob had left his cold shivers over these little hills, years behind him and leagues away, when it was really proven that beneath the hard-beaten sand of one hill, a dense hard yellow clay formed a tomb, within which a woman's skeleton had lain for centuries. Two jewels were found upon her breast— And her hands and arms were stretched straight down at her sides a large mound contained a more capacious grave that of a warrior a single-bladed knife lay diagonally across his body one arm bent toward it so keeping in touch with his trusty weapon even in death two metal buttons adorned with rosettes of some white substance resembling gypsum lay near his feet evidently having ornamented or held together some foot covering at the belt and shoulder were other metal decorations and a gold earring near his left ear some fragments of vessels of a very primitive make unglazed with black and red stripes on the outside lay scattered about the grave a large bone of some animal probably placed there as a dead man's meal lay between his legs under the skeleton of this mighty man of long ago had been placed various bones of larger and smaller animals all of which had passed through the consecrating fire of sacrifice before the distinguished person had been laid to rest upon them could the boys who played on the mounds in john jacob's time have known of the discoveries to be made under their feet it is probable many a boyish hand would have made the earliest excavations the astor boys looked forward eagerly to the annual street fairs of waldorf which emptied the houses of the little town while they lasted and turned both old and young into the open air at these times the narrow streets paved with stone from house to house were almost impassable everything was offered for sale from cheap gewgaws to family bibles waldorf with its windows filled with flowering plants and its long sloping red-tiled roofs, with tiny windows reaching to the peaks, made a picturesque background for these festive yearly sales. The events of the street fairs and the purchases made then were talked over for many a day afterward, certain articles of utility and ornament in the homes always dating back to some one of these annual celebrations. Some of the family Bibles, bought at street fairs in germany reached america descendants of the conrad family of philadelphia have in their possession a rare old family bible bought at a Frankfurt street fair a translation of martin luther's handsomely illuminated and illustrated the book gives not only a record of the early ancestors of the family but also the names of the vessel in which they sailed to america and of the captain and crew The account of the passage includes the hymns sung and prayers offered on the voyage. John Jacob sometimes carried grain to the old thorn mill with its four water wheels. Hovering around the mill and watching the water dash over the wheels, paid for a hot walk with a heavy bag upon one's shoulder. It had been an ancient law that the town of Waldorf was to furnish a scale and provide a box alongside of the mill in this box the miller was to keep a constant supply of flour when the boy took grain to be ground he placed it on the scale but he did not return with it the same day according to the rule of the mill he was to make a second trip for his flour on the third day after finding it in the same place if the town failed to keep a scale then the miller was to ride from door to door while the grain was loaded on his wagon and he in turn was expected to return it ground to its owner on the third day after. There were acres of vineyards, meadows, fields, and sod pits, flower gardens, and vegetable gardens in Waldorf, and forestalling the day when the wastelands should be watered by irrigation, Waldorf's chronicler mentions among its blessings seventeen acres of brooks and ditches, john jacob was accustomed to the holding of large estates by his neighbors one manner of dividing these great farm holdings was by marking stones which occasionally bore the armorial design of the family who owned the estate one of john jacob astor's own name felix astor is noted as leasing an estate for hunting purposes while in seventeen forty one mister astor landlord of the lion inn bought a small lordly manor which formerly belonged to the vintage of warsaw records of the astor family give evidence that john jacob astor's ancestors were french huguenots driven like many of their kind upon the revocation of the edict of nantes to find refuge in germany in the family history still further back there had been brave knights who risked all even life itself in fighting against superior forces for a cherished ideal. The residence of the Astor family in Germany had begun three generations before the boy's time, and John Jacob's small world was filled with the traditions, events, and diversions of the seven forest villages, which also afforded him his outlook on life. End of chapter Two.